0: With the third pick in the 2021 NFL Draft,
1: the San Francisco 49ers select Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. Wide stretch run to Mostert, gets the edge left, cuts back
0: inside. Raheem Mostert has four rushing touchdowns in the most yards.
1: Listening to the Fourth and Gold Podcast with Javi and Fern. Try to do what's right and not be affected by any of that. And it's just been interesting to watch and sure glad that it's over. I'm glad that we got <laughs> our guy. I'm glad we feel so good about it. And um, I'm just pumped to
2: get him here. Welcome to Fourth and Gold Podcast. We are back. Another win. That is three in a row. That means another hat giveaway. That means the Niners are officially in the playoffs. Well, Ooh, it's today, it's, but they are the sixth seed as of today. A Victory Monday podcast. We're a little bit out of schedule this week just because of the holiday, and then my work schedule is going to suck the rest of the week. Uh, Fernando, what is going on? How was Thanksgiving? How was the family?
1: Bro, the family's great. We, we had a good day. I played that football, I didn't hurt myself. I got to, you know, I took that nice shower after playing tackle, and you get feel all the burns from the little cuts that you didn't even know you had. Yeah. Drank some beer with the family um, It was a great day, man What about you? What about that uh, that brisket, dog? I saw those pictures Talk <laughs> yeah, to the me
2: update, update on the brisket I will say I've never been so nervous mm-hmm. To have my smoker on Or just like a grill on Because I had to keep it on overnight So I after we potted last time um, It was like 11.30 I put it on at night And I had to leave it on all night mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just not used to that, right? So I, had to get, I was up like every hour Every hour and a half, like just peeking out my window, my house is <laughs> on fire. You know what I mean? Um, but it came out great. Uh, for first time, it was pretty damn good. I'm not a brisket expert by any means, but it, but my Texas buddies who came over to visit, they're like, "Damn, this is pretty good for your first try." So I guess I did well. Everyone ate Sorry. it. Everyone enjoyed it. There were no leftovers, so that's a plus. Um, Absolutely. Thanksgiving was good. The Cowboys lost. Yes, that helps. The Saints lost. That helps. Yes. And then no one really gives a shit about the Detroit and and uh, Bears game. So whatever. <laughs> um, but the Niners did come out victorious. They are now six and five. They are over five hundred. They have won their second consecutive at home, putting them to two and four on the season at home. So hopefully they can finish out the year and get to uh, the other two home wins that they need to get back to five hundred at home. That is. Plus, um, shout out to Raf in the comments, man! It was live at the game. What's up, everybody? Shout out to everybody in the comments who, who is here. We yeah. know why I'm here. You don't really care to see us. You want your free hats. We know what it is. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm just. But joking. we're
1: glad you're here. We're
2: glad you're here, and we are glad to give away these hats. I keep talking to Zach, the owner of Residency, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I'll keep giving out hats as long as these Niners keep winning." Right. So, this week's code for the hat giveaway. Make sure you're using the code hashtag Montana, as in Joe Montana.
1: Ooh, is that uh, like happens to be the guy right on that badass T-shirt that Melissa brought up? Yeah, that my shout, man's out to, wearing? shout out
2: to Warriors World. They have some of the freshest gear ever. They do the Giants, the Niners, the Warriors, the A's, pretty much every Bay Area team. So oh, shout so out sick. to Warriors World for the, for the drip. Um, but for the hat giveaway Use promo, not promo code, excuse me Hashtag Montana, make sure you tag At 4th and Gold Podcast and at Residency for your chance to win Three winners will be announced Saturday I was a little bit delayed this week so I announced it on Sunday but wasn't feeling too Hot Saturday after work I just didn't have enough time um, But those those Hats who won last week have been shipped Out today and the ones from previously Should be hitting the mailboxes soon So again, I uh, as always, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on all your podcast platforms. And make sure you're hitting the like button if you're here in the YouTube uh, for the live show. Um, 49ers did win 34-26. Game that I was kind of worried about. It started off a little shaky. I think we all got a little tight after the Jimmy pick. And, Fern, what is that stat with Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: Yeah, man. He has still not gone three consecutive weeks as a starter in the NFL. Without throwing a pick, and he's had two opportunities this year to to take care of business, and he has not been able to do it. Man, it's just like clockwork. The second he goes two straight weeks, he's gonna throw a pick, and it seems to be a real boneheaded one every single time. Just like, come on, Jen. I just, you know what? What's crazy was I. I wanted to. We we were in some. You know, we weren't playing some good football earlier on. We had the the two. From week one and week two where we got wins they weren't necessarily the prettiest wins but we got wins and it just made me start like looking at his career as a starter especially since he's come over and i i'm going through game after game and i'm like this guy has never gone three weeks without a pick and it just so happened that we were 2-0 and at the time and unfortunately there goes the pick but i'm i'm that is that is Jimmy Garoppolo, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's like the league knows. Oh, he's starting to play good. Let's let's do something. Let's make him throw a ball <laughs> where he doesn't like to throw it, and a pick just seems to happen. So, unfortunately, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo has never gone three straight weeks as a starter without throwing an interception, and that stat lives on. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah, we don't want that stat to live on. It just is what it is with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo had himself a decent day, I would mm-hmm. say, after he settled in. Uh he started off with a lot of missed balls high, a lot of balls um, you know, that could have been intercepted, settled in. Kyle Shanahan got into his got in his ass a little bit there. We all saw it on the sidelines. Uh there was a couple uh videos out there kind of qu- trying to quote what uh, what was going on with Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan on the sidelines? Some of them were pretty pretty funny, but Jimmy finished seventeen twenty six, two hundred and thirty yards, one interception, and one touchdown. Uh, touchdown, sweet pass to Juwan Jennings though for that was touchdown, very nice. very nice throw and a great play design. Right, they needed that touchdown when they got it after you know being down seven nothing. They needed that score and they got it right back. So shout Jimmy Garoppolo for being resilient and persevering through the adversity and the Niners had not had the Niners hadn't trailed in two games. Right. And they didn't trail after the first quarter in the last two games. So to be down seven Oh, and to go right down the field and score again, that was a plus you saw Kyle kind of took the ball out of Jimmy's hands a little bit there, but they got what they they got, what they needed to do there. They got what they needed at the uh, end of that, that second drive of the game. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Punt. 49ers, I'm sorry, Vikings punted, Niners intercepted, and then the... the uh, touchdown Likings off the pick. Went, yeah, touchdown off the pick, and then the Niners come back down eight plays for twenty for 75 yards to get to seven and seven, seven to seven. So 49ers yeah. responded, so I swear it was good. It
1: was yeah, good. Uh, you know, I, we talked about what would happen if we can't go right off the bat and put together a 20 yard drive and eat up an entire quarter. And how's it gonna look if we can't do that? Well, we saw, you know, that didn't happen to start, especially in that that first quarter where we yeah. went seven plays and then there was the boneheaded pick. And then right after that, we went eight plays. Right. And then even after that was a five play punt. And then again, another five-play punt in the second quarter until we had a nice sustained 19-play drive right before the half. So I believe that's about 24 plays with one, two, three, four, right? Four different series in the in that first half that we had going into that 20-yard yeah. or 19-20-yard play. So it was it was definitely expect it because we knew the the Vikings you know they have a defense and that's something that they've been able to hang their hat on is that they they do play defense and whether or not their weakness from year to year is whether it's passing or in the run game overall they're pretty stout defense and and they can definitely make some plays and they made it a point to to take away that middle of the field especially early on. Uh, To Jimmy Garoppolo and it took some adjusting and we were all interested to see how the 49ers would handle when That plan a just just come out off the bat right out of the gates and just eat up a first quarter when we couldn't do that What would happen and I think Kyle Shanahan did a really good job managing Jimmy and I think Jimmy made some really Really good throws especially we put him in some tough positions On some third and long, some of that was self-inflicted But maybe some bad throws But regardless whether it was a penalty or whatnot You know, we had some third and longs And that's always dangerous territory with Jimmy Garoppolo When you know he's got to throw As a defense You know, as a fan, you kind of get worried When he's back there He made that pick But he also made some really, really big-time throws On third and long, all game long
2: Yeah. Absolutely. The Niners went five of twelve on third down. There was a couple of big ones, I want to say third and thirteen. You had the third and four to Trent Shurfield. There were some key third downs when we got when we needed it. We got it. Jimmy executed the play. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had himself a really nice day, especially on third down as well. So that was a plus. You brought it up with Jimmy Garoppolo and the team bouncing back. So let's get to uh, Joe Staley and Taquio Spikes from yesterday's game. One second. What in the world here we go sorry
0: whatever they talked about it seemed to work joe
1: yeah definitely did like i said i think he slowed or like kudos to him i think he you know showed a lot of growth you know because he's been in that situation before i've been on the sideline before where kyle gets in jimmy's ear starts screaming i'm decision making and like you said he had had stared down the 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 receiver and uh able to just jump that route but jimmy settled down i think a lot of it has to do with not feeling he has so much on his plate um, as a quarterback, they're able to lean into the run game um, and, and really kind of take advantage. And, you know, I think Jimmy is playing good football. I mean, I think he last three games, four games, obviously, and then today was another good good performance.
0: I think it shows a sense of urgency. And I'm okay for the, for the head coach, quarterback coach, whoever to get into the players. But because at the end of the day, if you don't win this game, we talked about uh, statistics, the percentages. If they lose this game. It's a 20% chance that they make it to the playoffs. Now, understanding and knowing they won this football game, it increases to 70%, and now they have to take it one game at a time, Dante. For me, it's the perseverance and the mental toughness that Jimmy showed today. And like like you said, there were times in the past where those first three out of four passes he threw, any one of those balls could have been picked out. For him to be able to regroup, come back and play complimentary football and get the ball to his playmakers, not turn the football over, Anymore. That shows a lot for Jimmy. And then this was a playoff atmosphere. There were a lot of guys that went down. They used a lot of emotional and physical energy out there. They had some big names go down. Fred Warner, Debo Samuel. Minnesota's team had a lot of players go down, and we expected that going into this game. Both teams desperately needed this football game, and the 49ers found a way to squeak it out in the end. With all the guys that were going down on defense, I was up there in the box saying, I wonder if they can hold on to this lead late in the game. And they showed that the guys that came in played up to the level of the starters, and they got away with this win.
2: They got away with the win. They did what they had to do. The biggest thing with Debo and and Fred Warner, we know they are going to be out versus Seattle. So that is big. For those of you who do not know, Debo, uh, groin injury, and Fred Warner with a hamstring issue. So both are going to be out versus Seattle. The expectation is one to two weeks missed. I think Joe hit it on the head here. Jimmy bounced back after getting chewed out. Right. Like, um, Kyle was right to chew him out. Although Kyle also said the play call was bad, but it was also, Hey Jim, don't throw it directly to Harrison Smith. Um, on you know, a big play like that. And that was a typical Jimmy interception. Um, and that's, that's the, that's the shit that's troubling when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, yes. shout out to Gold Dirty Bastards in the comment here. While Jimmy has been playing better, he still hasn't done anything against a good defense this season. That's a good point, right? This defense was probably the best he's seen, especially in the past past defense. And he did okay, which also brings up questions for me going forward the 49ers as far as their passing offense goes. So as always, we do show you the I was pass just gonna ask you, can I get weeks. that
1: pass chart?
2: Here's the pass chart this Boom! week. One pass over twenty air yards. Um, the rest living right where Jimmy lives 15, to 12, fifteen 10 to 15 yards Directly up the middle A couple passes on the outside um, And you know for Jimmy This is efficient football right He's going to still remain efficient With the stuff that he does well It was good enough for this game I don't know if it's good enough For a game versus the Titans For a game without Debo Samuel next week Versus Seattle Regardless of how we feel about the Seahawks Russell Wilson is still 15 and 4 Versus the 49ers right that like Russell Wilson still exists so you may have To air that hole out a little bit Either way the 49ers Should be able to continue To play efficient football so my concern With the passing game is it's gonna Still always exist when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo But I I don't know how much More the defense and The run game can carry him at this point Which is kind of reverse Of what happened in 2019 the back end of the season Jimmy in the pass game Started to get it going when the run game was not going well because obviously you missed you missed Joe Staley towards the end of the year, McGlinchey was still kind of banged up, mm-hmm. Kittle was still recovering off an injury in 2019, things like that. So my question is can we get more from Jimmy Garoppolo? Like can I get 5% more Jimmy like say so if Jimmy's a 78 in Madden, can he be an 82 for the next 6 games? Can I get that, please?
1: I like that for the next 6 games cuz we've been hoping to see this marginal improvement from him. Right, coming off of you know, we had the ACL tear right early on, so you're like, okay, well, let's see how he gets back in a a groove, and then we go go ahead and get to the Super Bowl, right? And we were saying, okay, well, our defense probably isn't going to be able to perform at the same type of level, so we're going to need Jimmy to improve marginally to help take us and keep us relevant, and that just didn't happen. It was, it was, it's the same Jimmy Garoppolo that, that has been here from the start and that's fine and all but if you look right you know right after he throws that pick you want to talk about training wheels on an offense i mean relying on your run game which is which is fine to rely on your run game but to go out there and to, for the niners to drive down the field their eight play drive that ends up tying this game back up at 7-7 seven, seven in the first jimmy threw the ball twice on that entire series and One, I mean, again, some big throws on that drive. I believe one of them was a 30-something-yard play to Brandon Ayuk, 37-yard play to Brandon. So some big throws on that drive. But this is Kyle Shanahan saying, let us just please take the ball out of his hands and have him throw when we need to have him throw, or else let's just run this ball. And that is fine in certain circumstances, but we do need to see... In offense from time to time Where Jimmy just takes over Where it's passed We're going to pass three or four times We're going to continue to move forward And as it settled in towards the end of that second half That next series, right? So we score, we punt And then that following one uh Let's see here, the last one before the half On that 19 play drive That helps us tie the game 14-14 You know, the ball was in Jimmy's Garoppolo's hands A good amount, and he made some yeah. really nice throws But it's it's the second he throws a pick and then you see it the very next series. Now, yeah. now we don't trust him for a little while again until he earns a little bit of trust, makes a couple throws, and he didn't he threw the ball twice on an entire series. So it's that type of play where when i get messages from people saying, mm-hmm. "Well, hey, we are winning 3 in a row and we're already talking about what we're going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo in the offseason." And i and i go back to you you gotta treat this like a business. Yeah, we're three and zero, but I'm tired of the Jimmy Garoppolo wins losses or even the he's five and zero when he doesn't throw a pick and one and four or whatever it is now since he won that one when he threw a pick. Fine, I, I don't care about any of that. It's what has he done to make you say this is the guy. And we can know we can now look at all these other things that we need to fix because we have the guy. And that's yeah. that's the thing. And you're right, Darren. Uh, Kyle tries and, and you've seen him a couple times throughout the course of this year to give Jimmy the opportunity to just let it rip early and it was, it, when it looked like it did to start, you saw Kyle go right back to all right. We need to run the ball and settle his ass down, and let's get him some easy throws, and and hopefully he can settle back in. And and to his credit, he did. I mean, whatever yeah. Kyle said to him, and which uh, whatever manner in which he said it to him, um, and I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't super friendly. Uh, but <laughs> Kyle made it sound friendly. It's like Kyle, yeah, yeah
2: I... <laughs> we know what that looks like. We know what how many f bombs are in there. Like
1: right, yeah, no, there's no way that was friendly at all because. Yeah even the clip cracked me up is right before the clip stops, you see Jimmy's face and he looks like he's like, he just looks angry. Like he just got fucking turned out. So (laughs) that's, you know, you know, Kyle definitely went in there and told him like, get his fucking shit together and start executing. And to his credit, he was able to bounce back. We're just going to need a little bit more from Jimmy, especially over this six game stretch. And now without, Debo for a week or two,
0: yeah. Hopefully, right? she's and winning. now
1: Fred even, now even you know Fred on the defense side. That's a big loss. That's a yeah. that's a massive loss on our defense.
2: Yeah, we'll get to Aziz in a second because I got some, uh, I got some love. Oh, for I him. know
1: you know we love uh, Aziz still, out
2: here. With your with your point on Jimmy, Jimmy started the game three of seven in the first quarter for sixty one yards, one interception. The second quarter, Jimmy went six of nine for fifty one and a touchdown. Um. Then after that third quarter, he was six of nine for 87. And then to finish the game, of course, he was 17 of 26 for 230 total. This is where I I bring up the whole point about Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball. You saw that 87 yards, 51 yards, 61 yards like that is your body of work in each quarter. Let's just say the Niners can't run the ball. Can we trust you to pass the ball To win some games And without Debo Samuel Probably for the next week or two how difficult, how difficult does that become I don't know if I'm crazy or not But during that game I thought it was a struggle For us to throw anything past five yards Yeah right? Everything was a check down to Elijah Mitchell Or Kyle Juszczyk. He, I know he made the really nice throw mm. to uh, Juszczyk later in the game um, And he made the one to Ayuk Early on then he had that really nice throw to Jennings, which was called back as a t- wasn't a touchdown. But outside of that, the passing game was non-existent. And that's the kind of shit that concerns me going forward. I know the Niners won, but I also yep. know when I see something that isn't right, I'm going to say something, right? We talked about it earlier in the season. The Niners had slow starts, but they're winning. And guess what? It them not get Them having slow starts bit them in the ass for the next four games, right? So those things is why that's that's the shit that brings up that I get concerned about, right? I think Jimmy Garoppolo is fine. We've said it a million times. He is fine, but I need a little bit more from my $27 million quarterback. Like I said, if he's a 78 Madden, I need him to be an 82 or an 83. Give me a little bit more because there is going to be a time where someone might stop this run game, right? This is three weeks in a row with nearly 40 rush attempts. Right at one point, I thought they were going to get to forty. They were at thirty-five yeah. in the fourth quarter. I was like, "Oh shit, they're going to get to 40. Um, <laughs> shout out to Fernando's beard in the comments. <laughs> um, Goatee. But that's my. What? That's my thing. Like you have to get a little bit more from Jim, and I understand this is who he is, this is where he's at in his career.
0: Yeah.
2: But Kyle, at some point, I want Kyle to be like, "Listen, I get it. This offense is your baby, but sometimes you got to let it rip a little bit here because Ayuk is always open." George Kittle needs a little bit more targets and you're going to have to use that against a Seattle against uh, who do they have after that? I want to say it's, I want to say it's Atlanta or something, but Cincinnati? either way, Cincinnati. yeah, you're going to need to throw the ball against these next two teams. So Jim, can we get a little more from Jim? I'm not, I'm not picking on Jimmy Garoppolo. I just need a little bit Yo, more.
1: From- nah, man. Anytime Javier calls him Jim, he's fucking, he needs, he needs something from him. That man said, Jim, Jim needs to get his shit together because we're going to need him. His we're mama calls him Jim. Need, him. We're going to. That's right. You just gave him like you talk to him like a parent would talk to him, Jim. We're gonna need better from you. And frankly, we've said he is a pro's pro. Yeah, he is. He is not a bad quarterback. No, he's not. But let's stop. Let's like let's let's keep it real. For the $27 million, and Jen brought it up and we brought it up last time, if you're running a business, why would you not continue at that position to look to get better? Why? Why wouldn't you do that? One, you're always looking to get better, but when you are committing that much money to a position and you're getting slightly above average quarterback play, where you can see this offense With I had to a couple times early on I fought myself man I had this nice little Picture of training wheels And I was going to post that out there But I was like I need to hold on let's let Jimmy Get settled a little bit because it Looked like sorry buddy You can't you can't handle this I'm going to I'm this is what I'm thinking Kyle's looking at Jimmy saying you can't Handle this we're just going to keep running this ball And hopefully we can dink and dunk and you can get A couple big first downs for us And I'm glad I didn't because he did make some really big time throws. But at the end of the day, this is a business and Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing to the level you would want somebody making the kind of money he is making. So you're going to look to get better or cheaper. Yeah. And there that guy's on the sidelines. Will he be better than Jimmy right out of the gates? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. But he's a hell of a lot cheaper, and the upside's there where you can work with him and you can go through the growing pains because, frankly, you're getting you have the charts right. You put it up every single time we're on here. Yeah, you can get that stat line from a Trey Lance. I hope so. I, I, like I, I, I hope so, or else we fucked up hardcore. Yeah. Like I, I mean, this all boils down to what is Trey going to be when it's all said and done, but. Yeah. The good news is Elijah Mitchell, I think it was a little earlier in the comments, we were talking about how good Elijah Mitchell is. Elijah Mitchell is the real fucking deal. Absolutely. That boy is a bad man. And yep. I am excited to see what he's got. I mean, think about w- him and Mostert, if we had both of them this year. man, Like, what? I mean, hey. he is a bad boy.
2: So Mostert is not under contract at the end of the year. So you, you jump to another topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, Has Elijah Mitchell made Mostert expendable?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Depending on how the money shakes out and what Mostert actually – I could see Mostert taking a really team-friendly deal to stay here. Mm -hmm. I I, I could see something like that. Um, And we'll see about Trey Sermon and how that all pans out from now to the end of the year. I know he's hurt. Um, but in general, his relationship with Kyle, like see what Kyle trusts him moving forward in this offseason. But I think there's a there's a good chance that if Raheem Moser wants to come back, it's going to have to be on the 49ers like terms. And the contract's going to be because Elijah Mitchell is just that good where it's they're not going to be pressing for Raheem to come back. Um, I'd love to see both of them together. In all honesty, unfortunately, we didn't get to see that this year, but man, Elijah Mitchell has done that good of a job that you could say, hey, man, if you got to go, you got to go because we we got a young stud right here.
2: Yeah, with Elijah Mitchell, uh, 27 attempts, I'm sorry, 27 carries, 133 yards for a 4.9 average, uh, one touchdown long of 15. Now, is he Raheem Mostert where he breaks these big runs? No, not yet, but you can see him learning to Press the hole and then cut back when the lane's available, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Those things are going to come with more reps. Imagine that a rookie getting reps. He's learning on the fly. Um, Mm -hmm. But Elijah Mitchell has done a really great job. 27, like I said, 27 carries, 133 yards. Uh, He's probably going to win another FedEx ground attack award from the NFL. You know how they do it? I hope so. He's doing his damn thing. Uh, One thing I wanted to bring up about the Niners on Sunday. Yeah, which is a formula to their success in 2019. I know I wouldn't stop. I would try to not bring up 2019, but it was reminiscent yesterday on Sunday what the Niners did. The Niners scored 21 points in four minutes, right? They scored before the half. They Mm -hmm. came out after halftime, six plays, 75 yards, 329. That's what it took. The next play is my guy, Actually, Ooh. wrong play. Ooh. My guy, Aziz Al Shahir. Oh, missed
1: shit. Oh. Listen, I like Dre
2: Greenlaw. I really do. But Aziz is a better linebacker Ooh. at pretty much everything at this point. The Aziz interception was a huge momentum swing in this game. The Niners won by eight. And this play is a huge part of why they won by eight,
1: right? Oh, what a throw, too. I don't yeah. know what. Kirk was thinking at all. So
2: Kirk had a Jimmy throw,
1: right? It was. Kirk has only thrown
2: the throw. game. So that was his third interception on the season. Went literally right to Aziz. Aziz recognized it, told Fred, hey, they're going to run this again. I'm going to slide under it. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, he also said Fred Warner is a bla- a bad blocker, clearly, because otherwise Aziz scores here. Um, I am not going to tolerate any Aziz slander. There should be none. Because all I heard was Dre Greenlaw's better. Dre Greenlaw's better. Dre Greenlaw. No, he's not. Bro. Sorry. Greenlaw's a good player, but there is an infatuation with Greenlaw because of the interception on Monday Night Football and because of the tackle against Seattle in Seattle. Great. Great play. Awesome play. Awesome. We appreciate it. But the better player is Aziz.
1: Bro. I mean, we have been talking about Aziz since training camp, right? And we, we have been saying how much. We really like this kid. And unfortunately for Greenlaw, he had to miss time, right? Or else we might've not have seen all of this, but he had to miss time and he has stepped in and yes, he has had moments Mm -hmm. where he's missed some tackles. He's not out there covering appropriately, but then you see what, what makes him so special and the motor on this kid is ridiculous. I mean, he has been asked to do so much and he's taking it all and he's getting better and better and better week in and week out. And this time he's had his hands on two of the turnovers that we had this week, right? He's he's had his hands on the ball on both of those turnovers. I mean, this kid is relentless, he's a great football player, and he's getting better. Like this, this is not the final, this is not right. This is not the final work, this is not it for him. Like, this is not the yeah. ceiling because he is getting better. And the more time he spends with a Fred Warner and they keep working together. I mean, they work really, really well together. Absolutely. There's no offense to Greenlaw because that it's tackle, that tackle on the one, that that will forever be in my brain. And it makes you want to throw the guy out there. But I'm telling you, it's just, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Healthy or not. I mean, Aziz yeah. is... He's a problem man. I mean, he flies sideline to sideline and he's getting in there on the run game too and making some real big hits. This is this is big to Oh, I'm here. I'm here drinking a little Coors a little Coors light. It was a free case of beer I got here, so free beers I'm all about Here's it. Yeah. But I got my beer. But Aziz, any any insults or anyone talking some shit about Aziz shouldn't be playing or Greenlaw's better. Look, Greenlaw has been in bigger moments. And has yeah. definitely shown, like, he has, he has shined it's in some massive, problem, yeah. massive moments. Exactly. Who wouldn't want that problem? Now, unfortunately, we're a little fucked in that sense because now Fred and Greenlaw are done. Yep. And you've got not a Z's, again. and now we're going to have, not done, but, you know, they're not going to be on the field, and we can't really afford a whole bunch of losses. And our defense, uh, you know, I, I, for the most part, outside of our secondary, I mean, I... I we have some issues, but I like the tenacity that they're playing. They're finding a way to get turnovers. They're they're hitting they're hitting dudes. They're going out there. They're trying. Josh Norman can go far away for all I care. But overall, that defensive line and those linebackers are playing really, really hard, and they're giving us opportunities now. And man, Aziz is a really big part of that. So we have a great problem. That's a whole other thing. Is Greenlaw back next year?
2: Well, he's still under contract. So do you pay him? So is that age? a
1: trade? So is that a trade yeah, guy? The I mean, Niners
2: need, oh. need picks. So would you trade him, right? Or can you go and draft another linebacker? I think they I think they would try to trade him, or maybe they even try to trade Aziz after this year, right? They got what they got off um the kid they sent to Denver, I forgot his name. But at the same time, you know, this is this is not a bad problem. This is a good problem. You you want to have three hmm. decent linebackers, right? We all for those of us who are remember, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but the Niners probably had the best linebacker core from twenty eleven to twenty fourteen with, with Brooks, Bo, Willis, and and Alden Smith. So this, I'm not saying this is competing remember with that,
1: that Borland guy. Remember when he started yeah. playing? I was like, who the fuck is this?
2: Yeah. So you know, you want to have this problem, <laughs> and it's not it's not a bad thing to have. But I would, I if I'm the 49ers I pay Aziz before I pay Dre Greenlaw. Um because you're not gonna have to, he's, he's he would seem a little bit more affordable, right? That's part of it, and you know the Niners are gonna need the money, and you know how the Niners operate when it comes to the salary cap. And if you can find a late round linebacker again, you do that. This is, this is part of the roster building. Really. This is part of roster turn. So yeah, and shout out to Taryn in the comments. Jonas Griffiths was the guy who we traded to Denver, who was playing well before he got hurt. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymond in the comments. Um, oh crap. That Borland guy. <laughs> the team feeds off, seems to diagnose to play very fast as well. Yeah, absolutely. He's always hitting the hole correctly. Um, he finds his run fits. He's very violent at the point of attack. So that's a plus. Now, Greenlaw does play better in coverage. It's just, you know, you it's a give and take with these two, right? Yeah. That's just what it is. Um, so it's a plus.
1: And that and then- is one thing that we have we've done really well. Is somehow We find linebackers Yeah Like it it just You know Some teams are really good At finding wide receivers And running backs quarterbacks If they need it We're really really good At drafting linebackers And even running backs At this point I mean we can Kyle Kyle has his niche And what he's looking for Especially at running back But for some reason The 49ers have been able to Under any regime Be able to find some linebackers
2: Yeah that they, They've done that very very well um, Special teams has been a co- topic of conversation In the chat so let's get to special teams Because I was going to get right to it Special teams did give up a touchdown
1: That was bad
2: That was a very was very bad. bad
1: We had and, all that momentum too
2: And at the time of that The Niners had just scored the field goal um, So they're up 31 to 20
1: mm-hmm. it it's a so Big long. momentum change
2: you kick off, they let they score. The Niners have four or three and out. You punt, and then the Vikings have momentum again. 26 to 31. Now, another player who doesn't get enough discussion. Ooh. Our Penn State guy, Kevin Gibbons, absolutely destroys what? the guard.
1: Incredible.
2: At the perfect time. Incredible. All the momentum had shifted to the Vikings. Um, after that kickoff return. One play, boom, fumble. Oh, the Niners geez. get the fall back. Now it sucks that it was a field goal. You you have to score that. To me, you had to yeah. score seven. But yeah. you got three, shift momentum momentum back into the Niners' favor, 34 26. And the Niners never give up the lead. But those situations when you get a fumble inside the red zone like that, you gotta put it in, you gotta put it in the end zone. You have to I mean to look
1: it. where you're starting. Right like there's no excuse you got you got to get seven you got to put this away you got to keep this game outside of a a kicker needing to win this one for you you score seven here I mean everything changes but that's a massive special teams lapse and look that kid uh, what was his name for Minnesota they're like third string running back or that was returning kicks I forget his name but I mean he you could tell he was moving really well. He was real shifty because he had a couple plays that he he was a, a block or two from breaking a few of these things, but you can't have that, right? When the momentum, when you have just what you thought put one of the last nails in the coffin and you're like, all right, here we go. Now, defense, let's get out here. Let's shut them down. Then you give them a seven on special teams. Like, can't happen. And look, everyone, you know, it happens from time to time. And unfortunately, it was a really, really bad time. The good news is it didn't end up coming to bite us in the ass because between the special teams blunder only getting three on the fumble from Cook and then a missed field goal, right, from Robbie later on to ice the game, I mean, we really had this thing dangling out there for Minnesota to do something special and come back and beat us. Fortunately, it didn't happen. But man, did they make the end of this game a whole lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be? Question. Oh, answers.
2: Should the 49ers look at replacing Hightower with a special teams coach? Because the special teams in five seasons has not been great. Outside of Wisnowski. Which let's answer well before we get there. Answer the question, uh, Cassidy, in the comments. Jason Aponte told me uh, the Niners should not bring Mitch Wisnowski Do you agree with him? I disagree with Jason. I love Jason, but I disagree. Um, Mitch has been lights out for the most part this season. It is not Mitch's fault that a kickoff was returned for a touchdown. He's the kicker. Uh, Mitch is Mitch. Yesterday, yes, he had a couple touchbacks. But for the most part, he's been pinning guys within the 10, within the 15 for most of the season. Yes. And, he, and
1: he's not one of the that. those and last and, guys there. Drilling dudes too. Yeah. Like he, he's he's getting in there and drilling guys. Um, I I would not. I agree with you there, Javi. I would not. I I agree with Jason in the sense that drafting him where they drafted him was absolutely was ludicrous. Yeah. I mean, that's just stupid. Um, but I, I would, I would, I would absolutely not just be getting rid of him just to get rid of him. I, I would not. I, I mean, I, I, I like the guy. Um, but I, I think that the special teams needs to be revamped. Yes. There needs to be a new voice. Uh, I don't know if it's a personnel thing or if it's just a, a strategy from a coaching standpoint of how it's approached. Uh, but there's just something we don't have a spark on special teams. At all, whatsoever. Uh, we don't have kick returners. We you know like, we, we just are just not there, man. You know who we need? Who Richie James? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That's just this is Richie. That's it, man. I fucking <laughs> unreal how his yeah, name so pops I, I up. I there. don't think I don't we mean, think we're on this. We there's, need a new voice.
2: There's folks in the comments. You saying you know? High Tower needs to go. Yeah. Has it been for years. No, I agree. Um high tolerance and Scangarelli need to go. Yeah, I believe I agree. I would also let I would also consider looking at a new kicker. Um Robbie did miss a field goal that we desperately needed oh, to end oh, the game. Finish Robbie's the game. Not,
1: not gonna be here next year. Robbie can go. Robbie could go now, in all honesty. Yeah. I don't like la- I don't know what's up with him. I don't know mentally where he's at. Because you Chipotle. know a lot of these guys, yeah. I mean, think then go. Like what what is the point, man? You are you're not clutched. The missed field goal was was how far? How far was that miss field goal? Field goal, field. no 42 yarder. Yeah. You're Robbie Gold making real good money for a kicker, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta drill that 42 yarder at home to win the game. To ice it. Like you mm-hmm. gotta hit that. You can't hit that one. And now you're starting to put doubts in your own coach's head like, hey, man, he hasn't been as accurate as he used to be. And in all honesty, I think he had that one year. I don't know if it was 2019 where he was lights out for us all year. But outside of one season with us, he's been a little up and down. I mean, he definitely has been.
2: Yeah. And he's been you know, he's been hurt the last two years, too. So he's missed games. Um, but Paul, in the comments, oh, here, so oh, way big, I think to bring back to
1: business. Paul, way to bring it back yeah. to business. All right,
2: Robbie has an eight million dollars cap hit. If he's off the roster next year, he's not going anywhere. Unfortunately, yeah, you know it's it is what it is. Um, I'm going to look at the uh, draft, Cade York train here shortly. Thank you, Dawson. I will look that up. Um, the the Niners. There were some comments after the game. Let's get to this. Let's let's talk to about let's talk about Mike Zimmer, who Okay. All right, Mike. Oh, we know your cranny. jobs on the line. Oh, we know we your jobs on the line. Whatever, but you also decided to extend Kirk Cousins, so that's on you. Um so let's get to Mike Zimmer and George Kittle with his um you know, snarky comments.
0: These guys hold all the time, so they're grabbing us around the waist, grabbing our backs, and you know, officials t- <clears throat> they don't want to call it every play, but until they start calling every play, they're not going to stop doing it.
1: It's football. You know, refs throw flags, refs don't throw flags. It's just the game. And if you're going to sit on the sideline and complain about holding the whole time, I tell you guys to make better plays.
2: Thank you, George. Thank you, George. So let's go to Exhibit A. Exhibit A on one of the... Most egregious holes that were not called. Yeah, let's see it. For the 49ers. So, you remember the the Adam Thielen reception that was called a reception, then not called a reception?
1: Yeah, that was actually a reception. It was, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. At least I think so. But yes, I know exactly what okay. you're talking about. So,
2: let's let's all, I'm going to put the film for those of you okay. who are listening in your vehicle. You can always go to the YouTube page. I'm going to show the game film here. Samson E. is held the entire time. This is a huge this would be a sack or an incompletion. You don't have this problem. So let's look, let's watch Ibukum here. Bottom of your screen, lined up on the tight end. Everyone just watch. And there's a hold. And then there's a complete pass. Yep. So Mike, I don't want to hear anything about the Niners holding when, in fact, you guys held Bosa most of the game. You held Samson Buchum on a humongous play here. There was a hold on that kickoff return that scored a touchdown that no one wants to talk about. There was a hold on Arden Key on an earlier late third down that was converted by the uh, Vikings. There was, I counted six or seven holds rewatching this game film. So, Mike, respectfully, shut the fuck up.
1: Bro, I mean, that is the saddest comment. Look, I get a coach. Wanting to try and change a narrative and get refs to look at the Niners more like I get the whole mental side of like why you would want to call out the refs but I don't think he understands how from week to week the 49ers I I mean I know every team gets some calls against them but I feel like we get plenty whether it's Bosa being held you just showed this one here I mean we have gotten plenty of – even if it's just some some penalties, whether it's a late hit on the quarterback or a so-called late hit on the quarterback. I mean, we're out here. Every team is dealing with penalties, and we're going to complain as fans when we don't get a call that we want. But for your head coach to go up there and just make a whole blanket statement like that and, and just cry, I feel like the playoff loss is still like – still chaps his ass. Like he just looks fucking bitter. Like, he's just all just ass-chapped. Oh, they beat us, and Jimmy threw – how many times did Jimmy throw that game? Like, it's just a fucking sad – that's a sad man who got beat in the playoffs by the Niners, got just out-muscled by the 49ers this week. Again. And they had an opportunity. Again, exactly. Look, he's a good coach, and he keeps Minnesota relevant. They've got really good players. They've been able to keep themselves – as a you know a, a playoff Team a playoff Caliber team that really honestly I think in some instances you could say Is underachieved at certain times uh, Considering the amount of talent they have But like, Let's not cry bro like You got beat it was a tough game I know you Wanted it we wanted it Only one team was gonna win when it was all said And done and unfortunately You know you you weren't it So sorry man like go cry to someone else I'm not trying to hear that shit
2: Absolutely, definitely not trying to hear that at all um, Let's get to a couple quick Stats here on the game or just really on the Season,
1: yeah.
2: Debo Samuel Who is going to miss next week against Seattle Either way, Debo Samuel, 203 yards Rushing, has surpassed his own record Of 159 in 2019 His rookie season, most rush Shards amongst a wide receiver uh, In 49ers history um, Elijah Mitchell Has surpassed Billy Kilmer 3 In 1961 for the most games with 100 yards for among San Francisco Rookies since 1950 Love Shout out to Elijah Mitchell who's probably going to Crack a thousand we'll get that in a second
0: Ooh. Debo
2: Samuel who did Crack a thousand is the first wide receiver In a season since Anquan Bolton in 2014 Cheers,
1: Debo. Shout, out,
2: shout out to my guy Colin Kaepernick Um, And Debo did that thousand in 11 games so Shout out to that and Kyle's not throwing him the ball anymore For some reason he's a running back now um, another really good stat with the 49ers 49ers have had 30 points in, street, in three straight games Of a season for the first time Since 2013 And I want to say those three straight games Were the back half of the 2013 With Colin Kaepernick um, And that offense running with Vernon Davis And Anquan Bolden and Michael Crabtree 49ers are absolutely pretty dominant in 2013 um, So those stats there So let's get to Elijah Mitchell real quick We, we talked about him earlier Yeah can, is he going to crack a thousand? So currently, Elijah Mitchell has 693 yards rushing on the season, 143 attempts, 4.8 yards per carry, and he has missed three games.
1: This kid is nasty. Yes, he's he's gonna crack a thousand, man. He's a he's gonna have all the opportunities in the world when you're running the ball as much as the 49ers are gonna run the ball, and as long as we stick to that formula and he's getting the touches that he's going to get. I mean, this kid, there's, I think he's going to be, if he doesn't get it, he's going to be fucking really, really, really close. And just George Kittle brought it up when he was wearing his Elijah Mitchell shirt and uh, talked about the, his style of run. I mean, how often do you see Elijah Mitchell fall backwards when he's tackled? How often do you see the no yard tackle? They just, like, the second he touches the ball, boom, he's gone. You don't like, even when there is nothing, somehow he gets just about three yards and yeah. that's what makes him special. And it's because he is extremely decisive. There is, he does not wait to see, he sees the smallest hole. He goes for it and he doesn't look back. He turns the jets on. He's making guys miss don't try an arm tackle him and just throw an arm out there cuz he's going to make you look stupid. I mean if you are not ready to take him mm-hmm. on center line and short tackle, you're going to get run over by Elijah Mitchell because he might be a smaller dude. I don't know exactly his height and weight, but he doesn't look like a massive back and he's out there just he's working, man. He's pushing piles for extra yards, falling forward. He's a special guy, and he's going to have every opportunity this year to go get a 1,000. So
2: Elijah Mitchell on the season. So he has four games over 100 yards or more rushing. Week 1, 19 attempts for 104. Uh, Week 7 against Indianapolis, 18 for 107. Week 8 against Chicago, we were there, 18 for 137. And then this past week, 27 for 133. I think the sweet spot for Elijah Mitchell is at nineteen to twenty five range. So hopefully yeah. he can maintain that. And shout out to him for playing with a broken finger still. Yep. Mister Unlimited took his pin out, made a huge hype video for, it, and Elijah Mitchell just wants to grind it out. <laughs> <laughs> so Russell's catching straight.
1: Mister Unlimited, I just saw them put up a, a stat that they're like last five or six possessions have been pump, punt, 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 punt. <laughs> punt good let's go we're big all of us the faithful we're washington washington football team fans right now this evening because i want to see i want to see a loss tonight prime time and then i want to see the niners do what they should have did earlier in the season and go out there and beat the shit out of seattle and i don't want it to be close like none of the the magic that somehow they always find a way to keep this within a. I i want the 49ers we could talk about that a little bit on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be back Wednesday. Yeah, I want the 49ers to go beat the brakes on Seattle.
2: I certainly hope so. I'm watching some of this Seattle and Washington game right now. Yep. Seattle's defense looking like they're making business decisions right now. They are three and seven. We'll see how this looks. I still get nervous. Russell Wilson is still walking and talking and breathing. Um, it is still in Seattle. We don't win there consistently. Hopefully, the Niners can. Get this done. I think the biggest thing with Seattle right now is the DK thing. I think DK is just a front runner, right? He just seems like a crybaby, and not like
1: that. We all remember guess, the draft prospect. Kyle, his mouth.
2: Kyle uh, said he needed to control his anger issues. Remember that interview? Mm-hmm. We talked. Mm-hmm. We heard about that during the draft process. So we'll see how this DK thing works out in Seattle. We all know Russell's out the door. He'll probably be in Philly, and you won't hear, hear the end of it. From your Philly Eagles fans when he gets there
1: Bro, if he ends up in Philadelphia, please Do not give the Philadelphia fan base Russell Wilson Oh my goodness, this will be The most nauseating football season ever Those Zoom meetings will be Awful, awful
2: My brother will call me Every Sunday, he doesn't even talk to me Half the time, he'll call me every Sunday It's pretty funny Um, So the Niners are in the Sixth seed, they are In the playoffs as we speak today, Monday. Um
1: How wild those... is that, man. Yeah. I mean, we were we were in a bad spot going into that Arizona game. Mm-hmm. And after that Arizona game, I didn't feel really good at all. Mm-mm. I mean, that had me fucked up. And you, hey, I mean, mean, I said what? it. What's that? Hey,
2: you carry this for a second. My kiddo just woke up, so we're flipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, you carry yeah, this. I got guys. you.
1: No, so I'm sitting here all fucked up going into that Rams game thinking this is it. I mean, this is Jimmy Garoppolo's last stand. Here comes Trey after that week. There's no way we're beating the Rams. And now look at what's happened. I mean, the Rams are out there. They're reeling a bit. Everyone, you know, (laughs) everyone's blaming Odell Beckham for everything. And uh, the 49ers have just quietly run off three. Here we are back in the mix, able to control our destiny as long as we go out there and execute and play play ball. And look, we've got some tough opponents coming up, and every week in the NFL is a tough one, and you can't take anything for granted. But the ball's in our court now. And if we take care of business, we, we can get our foot in the door. And if you get – you just got to get in. And once you get in, you never know what's going to happen. And we know personnel-wise, we have the talent to compete with anybody. It's just a matter of – can we consistently string things together? Can we go ahead and find a way to have some consistency? And whether that's the offense and that's our secondary or cornerbacks, you know, can we defensively and offensively put something together where we know what we're going to bring to the table week in and week out? And I think Kyle's done a really good job of going back to let's soul search, let's find our identity, let's move forward. This is the team that we're going to be from here on out. And and they're sticking to their guns, and you know what? We're three and zero for it, and and guys are stepping up. I mean, I think towards the end of that game, you have Trent, Trent, Trent had a massive catch, uh, Juice had a massive catch. I mean, we're getting contributions from everybody, and that's that's the big thing here. And look out for look out for Brandon guys because he's coming now that that he's wide receiver number one. So he's getting he's getting extra looks, and they're they're gonna be he's gonna be a focal point. So watch out for that Brandon IU getting close to putting up some major major stats from here for these last six weeks.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm all in on Brandon IU stock uh, to finish the season. If Debo's gonna miss one or two weeks, that's gonna help. Um, sorry for leaving, Julian. Oh, gonna, as always, oh, like he always
1: does. the little There's one. Some good questions here for for you about Russ, yeah. but the little one.
2: Yeah, so let's so the so I like this one here. Niners are one game back of LA. The late the Wild. Lakers, excuse me, wrong wrong team. Uh, the Rams, <laughs> uh, the Rams have kind of fallen off a cliff. Yeah, how important yeah, has how sure. is Robert Woods to that team? Right, you can see it. They can't run the ball. They're not efficient there, and Stafford is pressing. So there's that. Can the Niners? Question off that one is: Can the Niners get second place?
1: Well, I mean, look, I, I don't know the Rams schedule from here on out, but I look at our schedule and I go, looking at what I'm watching against with the Seattle-Washington game, there's really, other than just bad juju with Seattle, there's no reason why we shouldn't beat the Brakes off of Seattle.
2: So, and,
1: go ahead. Who the do they Rams,
2: have? they have the Jags next. Okay. Eh. They play the Cardinals at Arizona. Okay. We have Seattle. Okay. Vikings, Ravens, finish with the Niners.
1: Realistically, I, that's so tougher three. than ours. That's tougher than ours, I think, because what we've got, we've got Seattle this week, Cincinnati the following week. So we go from Cincinnati to to Tennessee, Atlanta, Atlanta goes Atlanta, then Tennessee, then Tennessee. yep, and then we wrap it up with LA.
2: Yeah, yeah, LA.
1: So. I'm not gonna say we we go out there and just we don't drop at least a game. I, I'd say we lose maybe one of the next between now and the rest of the season, maybe one more game. I would say we're gonna lose one more game, but uh, I mean it's. Oh yeah, we have Houston
2: on the on schedule too.
1: Oh, the Texans. That's right. I know. I was. I had five yeah. in my hand. I'm like, wait, what's the Thanks other you, one? So yeah, that. I mean, the Texans. The oh, Chris, Texans should be right. a dub. Seattle should be a dub. Atlanta should be a dub. Um, That puts us
2: at nine wins, right? Like we should at the very least have nine wins.
1: Yeah, we should have nine wins. And and that Cincinnati game is going to be interesting to me. I think that's a, I thought going into it, it was, that was going to be an easy dub, but that is going to be much tougher than I had hoped for. And then obviously LA is going to be difficult, even with our success against LA. I still think that's going to be difficult. But I think going into that last game of the year, that could be who's in the wild card and, you know, and who, you know, who's playoff positioning, who gets a home home game for a wild card or something along those lines. I mean, yeah. I, I think that easily could be that type of moment for Los Angeles and San Francisco. But I do think three teams in the NFC West are getting in.
2: Yeah, I mean it's possible cuz NFC East doesn't do it for me. NFC South is not it. So yeah, you will probably see the Niners Rams and um Arizona, Arizona in the playoffs. I really want Arizona again. Mhm. I want Arizona again.
1: Um just because it was so disgust, like it was so yeah. bad that yeah. I need I need to give Kyle and this team another shot because there's no way there's you no know. way it ends up just like that again.
2: Yeah absolutely so there's that um, There's a lot of football left to play The 49ers yes. have placed themselves in the driver's seat We're going to be back on Wednesday um, To preview the Seattle game I'm going to see if I can get to jo- I'm going to see if I can get Joe Van. Joe Fan has always been gracious with his time with us oh, That will be awesome man on. Um, um Seattle is losing currently right now as we, as we are recording they are up I'm sorry they're down 17 to 9 with 5 minutes left Russell is stinking up the joint So Mr. Unlimited is not looking fucking good The way Jimmy Garoppolo would say it um, As always we do appreciate everyone for tuning in Make sure you are subscribed, rate, and review On all podcast platforms Make sure you hit that like button on YouTube And subscribe while you're here We appreciate that And if you missed at the beginning of the show The hat giveaway for residency Hashtag Montana Tag at 4th and Go Podcast And at residency The winner will be announced on Saturday And then we'll try to get those mailed out to you by Monday, Following Monday um, So just keep doing that Make sure you're taking care of residency as well with the follow And uh, support them They're doing some really really good work He keeps sending me hats and more hats And I need to start sending them to you for now I, I'm, My wife's like what's up with all these hats I'm like I don't, I don't know hey, man,
1: um, I'm all about sending them my way Free drip, baby.
2: Free drip. I'm all um, I'll
1: wear anything for free.
2: But uh, until Wednesday, go Niners. Everyone stay safe. I'm Javi. Yes. That is Fern. Uh, follow us on Twitter at javivake underscore. Follow my guy Fern here at DZ0880. And we'll be back Wednesday to preview the, the Seattle Seahawks Wednesday. game. And uh, stay safe. Peace.